Alright everyone, welcome back to another Trainers Tribe podcast. Very excited. Today we're going to talk about how to encourage clients to return to face-to-face training. And uh, we'll probably go off in a couple of little different areas like we normally do, but uh, I'm Dale Sidebottom and I am joined by my co-host... Kyle Wood. Thanks, Dale. Woo-hoo. My pleasure, mate. I thought I'd mix that up a little bit. Um, so just to start off with, we're... we're we have that new feature on our website, which is amazing, where you can go and leave a question. And we've had a fantastic one by Tracer Pryor. Um, did you want to play that now? And then we'll get stuck in. Yep. All right. On with the show. guys it's Teresa here first of all thank you so much for the awesome job that you do Um, and second of all my question so it's a two-part question and the first part is what in your opinion is going to be people's biggest barriers to returning to -to face-to-face training as in our clients what are their biggest barriers going to be and then the second part of my question is what can we do not logistically but from a heart-centered place to help alleviate some of these barriers and improve client motivation to return back to -to face-to-face training when of course it's safe to do so all right thank you guys Awesome. Love that. Two parts. So let's start with the, the first one there, Kyle. So um, biggest barriers. What what do you, I'll let you lead off, mate. What do you think the biggest barriers are going to be for, you know, obviously it's been online and um, some people will love online and, and I think we'll see a, a huge change and we've spoke about this that some trainers will do half-half, you know, that they may do more online than not because people really enjoy it. They like being on exercise at home. So, but we are human beings. We need that connection. We want to do face-to-face. That's what a lot of our business are based on. What do you see some of the barriers being? Uh, firstly, Teresa, that was very well worded and very articulate. <laughs> Thank you. That was a great question. Uh, yeah, so a few things came up. So one um, is, I mean, obviously it's going to depend on your city's rules. So last week I linked to some posts that it, people were, it's like a New York times article, which is really good for keeping track of like, if your state, if you're in the U S your state has been, um, it's allowing training or gyms and things to open again. And the other thing, yeah, there's some other links. Anyway, we'll link them in the show notes. Um, so first thing is like, if your kids are at home, like a lot of schools are out at the moment. So if your kids are at home, that's going to make it tricky to attend classes uh especially if like the play equipment maybe is is shut down so just depending on how old your kids are it might be you can bring them and they can like get some outdoor time as well uh but it could be that that's when they they need to be at school like you know they need to be attending online classes and things like that um finances are another thing if one uh, or more persons in the household have you know lost their job or something like that they might not be as flush for cash. Uh, so we'll talk, we'll also talk when we Dale about how to sort of handle this stuff. Um, but for now, we're just talking about what might come up. What are the kinds of things your clients might say to you? Uh, and the other thing could be like a bit of fear 
of, you know, going out, contacting, maybe fear of even leaving the house because like, am I allowed to? Am I not allowed to? Like, is this is this a bit dodgy what I'm doing? Uh, so that's the other thing that might come up as well. Yeah, I, I think, and I know we're just speaking a little bit off air before that this might be a great opportunity to, you know, not use as much equipment uh, that you might go back and, you know, do a lot of body weight. And if they are really worried about it, tell them to bring their own mat or um, their own equipment. That way they're not going to actually touch anybody, um, set it up so that you might even set up little boxes and blocks so that people stay in their area Um for those people that are really worried about it, you know, you can sort of sell it that way that, you know, you won't be touching, you'll have your own space, you'll be safe um, and everything like that. And I suppose I was going to talk about differently that I think people are begging to come back. They're sick of being on lockdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know I was just saying to you before, Kyle, that I'm actually not running any boot camps anymore. And the amount of inquiries I've had in the last three weeks about are you starting boot camps back up? When are, when are they starting? From so many new leads because gyms are closed. People want to exercise. And yeah. so I think this is a huge opportunity for you to gain so many new clients because – Gyms around the world are still closed and they probably will be for a little bit longer. So what a perfect opportunity to, you know, open up your sessions to other new people and show them how cool outdoor training is and, you know, how good a trainer you are and how much you can make it fun and everything like that. So, yes, there's going to be barriers and and you may find that some clients, like Kyle just said, like money is obviously a big one now. The uncertainty, the unknown um, scares people. But then also, if you look on the positive side of things, you've got so many people that are sick of being in lockdown and can't train how they normally do or with their normal groups because it might be indoors or anything like that. So you could really gain a whole new lot of clients as well, as well as still servicing your current clients online like you're doing now. So I don't know. Depends really what you're looking for. But for me personally, uh, I just seen the huge potential and when I did tell my clients, Kyle, that I was going back just to doing PT two days a week last week, I had so many people say, yep, we want to come back in. We'll do it any time you want. And now I'm able to say my time and they work around me yeah. instead of being the <laughs> other way around. So I was like, wow, this is actually fantastic that I'm only working during the day now. I'm not doing the early mornings or late nights because I don't have to because yeah. I'm I'm telling them when they can – train with me and they're working at home so they're keen to have a break through the day anyway so i guess when you look at like that there are going to be barriers and i still have a few clients that are worried about a little bit older and things like that and that's fine they will come back when they feel safe and comfortable and my big thing is here that i think time heals all wounds and you know the longer this goes on i think some people will be scared but i think the more life sort of returns to normal those clients should come back so for me Use it as a positive if you want or, you know, think about what your clients need. How can you make it as safe and, you know, calm mm. and inviting as possible? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the best way to do that is is to make sure you're keeping your clients updated on everything. Like you said, you've got, you had people emailing you and stuff like that. I would, I would say at the moment you should be updating your clients daily. So that doesn't mean an email blast every day clogging up people's email inboxes, but certainly on social media or places or on your website. So clients go, oh, I, I, I want to find out if they're back at sessions, you know, or whatever. And they can come to your, you know, Instagram page or wherever it is that you update people and see, oh, you've posted this, you've posted this. And included in that should be like, yeah, photos of going back to sessions, how much fun people are having, 
you know, what, what practices are you putting in place? Are people required to bring their own equipment? You know, what things are you doing to, at the moment to keep it safe? Are you offering, you know, free or discounted sessions for people who are in financial strife at the moment? Like, you know, share that stuff, keep updating, share things more than once as well. Don't think, oh, I posted about how people should bring their own equipment, you know, last week. People aren't going to necessarily go back through your feed. So, so if, don't worry about sharing the same information again and again, even if it's sharing what classes, what times you're running classes at the moment, you could probably share that like every three or four days at the moment. Um, and yeah, just to keep, keep that communication open with your clients so they know what's going on. They know what measures you're putting into practice and they're not, you know, asking these questions in their head with that. And then, you know, not coming back to classes and you're like, why haven't you come back to class? Yeah. I, I, I like that, mate. And I think like you just said that every post you do on social media, why not have the guidelines, like have your photo or whatever you, you're posting. But then the next ones, as you flick through, have a picture of your timetable or updated things and then have one mm. on another one of, of safety that you're doing and just have those two images on every every post you do. You know, if it's a video, yeah, add okay. them to it, you know. So then that way people will flick through. You don't essentially have to see it. It's not the main thing. So it's not going to clog That's up great. and make your socials look bad. Yeah. But what it is also doing for those people that may have missed it, you know, it's reassuring as well. Um, yeah. And I think you can change that. Uh, that That's how I would be doing it. Um, I don't think I'd have it on my website or things because unless you're really good at coding or you're really good at your website, that's probably a lot of work. Whereas if it's just on your socials, Cole, very simple to just add that photo each time. So I, I, yeah. I love that idea. And I think the more you can be seen to be making everything as safe and you know, accessible and easy as possible, you know, it's going to be more appealing to people to come back because they're going to be constantly seeing that and they can see how important that is to you. So um, hopefully that sort of helps. I don't know if you've got anything else, but for me, Kyle, you know, time does heal wounds, but then also being uh, efficient and getting on the front foot and, you know, really showing how you're overcoming these hurdles to make it safe and inviting for people. I think that's a really big um, thing to consider as well. Uh, and the other way then of course is, is like by poll polls, you can send out polls to your clients. You can use, you know, Facebook for this. You can use Instagram stories for this now, but you know, it might just be like, are you ready to come back to class or not? So you get an idea of how your clients are feeling. Uh, cause you might find that you don't have to do some of this stuff because people are just really keen to come back anyway. Um, or, or you might put together a survey. I know one trainer who, shared she put together a survey and it was really really helpful for her in planning what times you know she was going to put on classes again and how many classes to run and just how what percentage of her clients are actually keen to come back and do face-to-face training and uh yeah so that just takes some of the guesswork out of it for you yeah and then of course yeah I, i personally like that and i think I think if, if you've got a bit extra time, you should be contacting each individual client anyway. Um, that's essentially what I did. And you don't have yeah. to ring everybody because, you know, people might be working or whatever, but I just send a personalized text to everyone, uh, you know, asking them one question and, and mentioning their partner or something like that. So it wasn't a generic test, uh, text. Yeah. It was personalized and it was touching base. And so they like it's so they feel special. Um and but then as well, they are very open and honest because I know it's just going back to me. And um, are you mm. ready to come back? No. And and I got a 
I reckon about 75% said yes, they can't wait. Um, they can't wait to get back to training. And 25% said, yeah, at the moment, we're not going to come back at this stage. To allow, like, no dramas. Yeah. I said, well, wait, whenever you are, yeah. let me know. No, that's completely fine. And and that way I know exactly where they're at. I'm not going to keep annoying them or hassling them because some of them don't feel safe and that is fine. Um, yeah, but yeah. I think just, I think that, that the power of connection and uh, it took me, uh, I think I've got about, uh, 15 or 16 one-on-one clients, Kyle. And it, it took me about 25 minutes to text them all. And, and that was done. Yeah, you know? okay. And it, that's probably how long it would take to create a graphics and do a social post that yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> 1% of them would see anyway. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think yeah, sometimes... more personal. Yeah. Sometimes we worry about social media and all these people that we don't actually train but yeah. follow us anyway. Who cares yeah. about them at the moment? Do you know yeah. what? They're not going to be your clients. So my thing is take the time, even ringing them. Do you know People... It's just one of those skills yeah. that we don't do anymore. But a, yeah. a simple text message, I, I wouldn't email. Um, you've got all their numbers. Send them a text. Ask them how their kids yeah. are. Ask them how their job's going. Um, it, there's so many questions and uncertainties that you could have a very nice conversation over three texts and then you know exactly how they feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're completely right. And even if you do have a lot of clients, like batch them, then, you know, do 10 a day or something. Yeah. Um, and just work your way through them over over a week or two. Uh, start with you know your your, or just go through alphabetical order, or start with your best <laughs> clients. You know the ones who you think are going to come back, uh, and that'll help you, you know, frame what you're gonna what you're gonna create. Um, and yeah, I think what you'll find is that people, like you said, and like what you experienced, Dale, are like going to be really keen to come so back keen, and train. Man. So keen uh, and. If there's any issues, it'll probably be more logistical, like, you know, in terms of who's going to look after my kids while I'm out or, um, yeah. And it might even, you know, I've, I've had, I've had, I had parents bring their kids along, you know, and I would have a ball with them or I had some cards or, and like, I don't yeah. normally offer those services, but that's just <laughs> what's happening. Do you know what I mean? A couple of them would come and color yeah. along and, that's fine. I said, bring them along. If they want to join in, you know, we can make it so they do it with you. Like, oh, wow, that'd be great. Do you know what I mean? So yes, it's different, but I don't know. It, 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 I think you should be touching base with your clients anyway. Like, yeah. um, yeah. I, I just think it's one thing that we forget how important it is. We're more, and I know I used to be very bad at this goal that I just, it'd be all about how my social posts were looking or um, was I posting every day? Like, and Clients don't care about that. They'll just skim over it. Half of them probably don't even look anyway. Yeah. You know, it's more yeah. important to touch base with them and see how their kids are going, their family, like I said. Um, so this could be a really good time to reconnect with people and just show a bit of empathy and ask them how they're going. What what do they yeah. need at the moment? Do they want to train online? Do they want some free sessions for their family to do online? Like you've probably got recordings now. You could send them through. Um, could be a really good way to re- reconnect with clients that may have fallen off the wagon a little bit or ones yeah, that, yeah. you know, are, are itching yeah. at the bit to seriously get back yeah. and get outdoors and move their body. Yeah. Yeah, because there's ones who may not have followed you online and this is a good time to to rekindle that relationship as well. Because, uh, yeah, for, for clients who've just been doing nothing, <laughs> Um, There's a few of those, yeah, don't worry. The, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I think they'll be really keen. <laughs> so Sorry, what, mate, what about those clients who are doing nothing and have kind of lost that exercise habit? Do you think there's a bit of that? Um, 
I, I just think that a lot of people find it hard to motivate themselves. So, um, and when they don't have the option or they, they're not allowed to train, that it's very easy to stop. And once you stop, it's hard to start again. So that's where mm. doing a social post or an email, that, that's not going to convince them to get back. You need to personalize them, mm. ring them or text them and say, all right, you haven't been training. That's fine. Let's get back into it. What do you need? Let's go. And that will just change everything. They need that motivation. They need to feel yeah. wanted. Yeah. And it's not in a in a sleazy or creepy way. It's it's that you want to help them and get moving again because that's what you've done. And now that you can because we're out of lockdown, um, that's as simple as I reckon uh, the ones that are maybe haven't done much. I know a lot of people have been walking, Kyle. All my clients said, I've been walking yeah couple of hours yeah. a day i said that is fantastic um but then actually getting back into the training they've been i only did two two days tuesday thursday that's all i'm gonna do and they were so sore but they said we loved it do you know <laughs> and people once they start getting them there is a hard part once they're there it's fantastic yeah. again so that's where you know that call text uh, make it personalized i think that is the one that you should all be focusing on at the moment so what uh what kind of so can you tell me a little bit more about the text message that you sent them hey yeah with that yeah so i'd be like uh kyle how are you mate hopefully keeping well locked down i'd just have a little joke or something like that and i said uh how's the family mate um hopefully everyone's safe and well um have you still got your job and i'd mention a couple of things like that um and then to say uh, so um, then you would wait for them to reply to that uh, or would this all be in one message? No, nah, it was all in one message. But because okay. it was personalized, it wasn't It wasn't just a generic text to, hey, group or anything like that. I yeah. took the time to say good day to you, mention about your family, talk about your job. So Because then it's really giving people the opportunity to say, oh, we, we don't have the income coming. Maybe I can't train because I've lost my job. Yeah. You know, you mentioned that. So you make it so it's all right. You sort of bring that up. And so it's not them just mentioning you. I think that's important. And then yeah. to say, if you're keen, um, I'm starting. And this is all I did. I said, I'm going to start back doing PT on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, if you're keen this Tuesday, let me know. We can sort out a time. Hope you're well. Cheers. And that was it. Like, it wasn't this cool. is a time or anything. It was really open-ended, non, no pressure whatsoever. And it was yeah, really yeah. personalized yeah. as well. So um, the ball was really in their court. And if they didn't want to, if they want to train, they don't have to. Like, I wasn't pressuring anyone. And I think... I think that's what, for me, that worked well. But everyone's got their own style. Like you would do it differently. Other people would do it differently. But I think not going, I've got this slot available. um, That You know what I mean? you got to, and and it took a while. That's too much too soon. Yeah, correct. Yep. Well, it's that thing of getting people to do the, start saying yes. (laughs) It's that NLP thing. So uh, getting people, yeah, just being like, I mean, for people doing groups, it might be like, hey, we're going to start back groups next week on, yeah, these days. Um, Would you be interested? Yeah. And wait to hear back from them. And they might even ask what times, but if they don't, you could be like, these are are the times I'm thinking about doing. Does any of those work for you? Or does this time or this time? Um, Getting them to make little, yeah, little decisions, little commitments to start with. um, And then, and then saying, okay, all right, I'll see you at, x time on x day and this is how much it costs yeah and i think yeah that that is important because you also need to know if you are going to run groups how many are going to be in each session because you do have the cap so um 
like you said, you, yes. you do need to be more organized, I feel, and you need to have guarantees and definites. Like you can't just say, oh, these are the times I may be rocking up. If, you're, if you've got a lot of clients and you can only have 10 people in each session, you can't have people saying, oh, maybe I don't know. So yeah. I think, like you said, when you contact people, contact your your diehards, your super fans, um, yeah, and, yeah, and get them locked in first because you know they're the ones that will turn up, and then and and then that'll the flaky give you ones, a, a bit of a win as well, yeah. Because then you're yep. like, yeah, because then you're, yeah, yeah. If you contact your flaky client to start <laughs> with, you might get to the third client and be like, all right, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back online. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I think definitely booking, like, for both people, get, booking people in, whether it's a personal text message where you, you say, okay, uh, just, you know, you're confirmed for this day or whether you do a, um, you know, use some booking software like PT Minder uh, and say, okay, go book in, make sure you go, you know, check in because, yeah, you it's not like you're creating fake scarcity right now. You, it is real scarcity and that there is only nine people plus the trainer allowed in each session. Uh, so, so people do have to book. Um, or the other option, another way that's a bit more personal is if you've had like a Facebook group running at the moment, say who's coming at, you know, after you've had these conversations with people say, Hey, for tomorrow's session at nine, um, just need to, you know, check the numbers. Can you type yes or, or, you know, a thumbs up below uh, as a comment to let me know that you're going to be there tomorrow um, so we don't have too many people uh, and then yeah I would also mention you probably should have a policy where if if some people do turn up who haven't booked and you end up with more than 10 just be upfront with people and say I'm gonna have to send you home yeah. if, the, if there's if there's too many people uh, so yeah I would just be upfront with people from the start. And that that's one of the things, you know, you talk about posting stuff on social media. That's the kind of stuff to put on your socials and you can like link to stuff. Um, just letting people know that that is going to be the policy because that's, it's not worth getting fined at the moment over an extra client who didn't bother to book in. Uh, yep. Yeah. Just, you're going to have, you're going to have to be a little bit, be the bad guy there or you might feel like you're the bad guy, but just know that you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I, do you know what I like about that as well is that they're they're the clients that just rock up and they're flaky. Then I would use this as a new way that this is the way we're going to run from now on. If you yeah. have issues with those clients, yeah. then that's not going to be acceptable from now on. Say if you rock up bad yeah. luck, like you didn't book in, so use this as a new sort of like things in your business that you may not have liked. This is a great yeah. chance to change it and say, oh, great coronavirus, to, yeah. you know. Um, change the culture, yeah. 100%. And then hopefully it'll flow on. Um, whereas yeah. if you don't do anything about it, then you will still, because everyone in their business has got something that they don't like about it. So great opportunity now to change it. Get rid of that. If, yeah. if, you know, yeah. or if it's a client that, you know, that maybe brings other people down and stuff like that, then maybe it might be time to move them on or don't contact yeah. them again that you're starting. I don't know, like... Um, be, you can be selective now because as boot camp owners outdoors, we are in demand because nobody else is running group sessions. Um, yeah. so as I said, be, be selective and, you know, really use this to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's a good opportunity. Uh, 
to, to bring any new sort of policies in that you've wanted to put in, whether it's ones about payment or yeah, booking, maybe good time to bring in a, a formal booking system. If you've been wanting to, for a long time to like start using like a, a booking system, like yeah, great time to be like, okay, let's, uh, let's sign this up. Uh, this is how you have to, to book in for sessions now. Um, and yeah, I'll be expecting, you know, this way, uh, which is awesome. Like even if you run, have people on membership, um, where they're not paying for each session, you know, they're paying for the week, having people book in, is just, just being able to plan a session where, you know, you're going to have, you know, 10 people instead of three. (laughs) (laughs) And we've all been there. You know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it, and it, it is going to be really helpful right now because people need to commit to things, uh, to get back into it. And the action of them having to, you know, log in and, or whatever they have to do to sign up for a session is them in their mind saying, you know, I'm committing to this. I'm going to do this. And that's really powerful. Hmm. Don't underestimate that. Don't, yeah, definitely don't just be like post one thing on your social media, <laughs> kind of like what you were alluding to earlier, where it's like classes are back on, this is a timetable and just leave it there. Cause you <laughs> may just end up with crickets. Uh, <laughs> Could be you and the million other people in the park exercising at the moment, oh, like, yeah. but none of yeah. them would be your clients. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think we answered that pretty well. So let's get into the second part yeah. now, Cole. How can we improve the client sort of motivation and the heart-centered sort of approach? And um, for me, there are two words that come to this at the moment in times of uncertainty. It is crucial that your sessions are fun. All right, that you allow them to zone out, get in flow, and you do that through fun and you bring the joy. Make it the most amazing part of their day where they reconnect. And if that, everyone will do this differently. We would do this differently, Kyle. You know, I would make it all about games and, and you know, where they'd sort of get in that, I call it play-based mindfulness. They would just get in flow. They'd be laughing. And I think that's the key, fun, laughter, and joy. However you do that, that's more important than ever now because in so many other areas of their life, they're probably not getting that. If they're homeschooling, if their job's uncertain, if they're working from home, it all blends into one, all right? And they may not be really leaving the house. So when they do leave the house, if they come to your session, you need to go bang, all right, and make it incredible, all right? So that's what I would be doing and make it the best part of their day. Um, and put a lot of effort into planning how you're going to do that. Mm. And it might be setting them other challenges that they need to do or connecting with someone else. But, you know, you need to really be, I reckon you need to really do something different. And again, like with the booking system or with clients or parts of your business you don't like, if there's something you've wanted to try, this is a great time to do that now. I, I, I think that for me is try something new that you're really going out of your way to make it as personable and, and a memorable for each client. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I think we, we did touch on this a little bit with, you know, like texting individually and stuff as well. So like that's the start of it, but yeah, definitely in the session, making sure that it's, it's memorable that it's, um, maybe taking into consideration there might be some nerves, but the, you know, the extroverts in the group might be really excited, but I know as an introvert, <laughs> if I've got to have a conversation with someone for more than 15 minutes face-to-face at the moment, I'm struggling. I am struggling so bad. This, like talking on the podcast and stuff, it's easy, but it's like I've got to work my way back up. So, 
ways in which um, clients can interact with each other, obviously not physical, but in sort of little fun ways, uh, whether it's playing your, you know, like one, two, three game day or that you talk about, uh, or, you know, just some sort of like, you know, get people to partner up, get them into small teams, um, just having a bit of fun, you know, working together for a common goal as well, like achieving something together. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Is just as, yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that. And I think you're right that this is a time when it is worth putting that extra effort into the sessions. And you can do that because you'll know ideally how many people are coming. So you can really, and you'll know who's coming. So you can really customize it to like who you know is coming and really provide another level of service at the moment. Um, you know, nine clients or less, you're almost getting into that sort of sort of like semi-private, semi-private, semi-personal training kind of stuff. So it'd be okay to customize, uh, you know, such and such, you do this exercise instead, you know, like, because you know your clients, you know what they need. Uh, and yeah, but yeah, just ha- like you said, having fun and just not yeah. thinking about other stuff and just like having a laugh and, you know, maybe some of the exercises you choose are kind of like goofy exercises that, that like you look a bit silly doing it or something like that. Or maybe you got to make, I know you love like noises, you know, like maybe, you know, every time you do a burpee, you got to go whoopee or something like that. And just silly stuff like that. Like you'll have everyone laughing and, um, and yeah, that'll really, they'll walk away from that being like, oh, so glad that that option of like exercising with people is available to me again. Yeah, and, and not only that, I think the big thing as well that we still need to have fun as trainers. Do you know what? Like yeah. times, are, times have been uncertain for us, so yeah. use this as an opportunity. And I know I was. I was the biggest dag idiot ever, and people <laughs> loved it because they haven't been able to get – they probably haven't seen people, and the ones they have are over yeah. Zoom and Skype and all different things like yeah. this. So when they can get face-to-face and somebody is taking the piss out of themselves, essentially, you know, having a laugh yeah. and being silly – they miss that. That's what people miss. And I missed it as well. I miss laughing. I know after doing the Tuesday, Thursday, I think I did uh, seven or eight PT sessions in the day. Yeah. And that's quite a bit. And I, I come home and I have never slept so well, Kyle, because I'm not used to doing it. I'm used to standing up here, speaking on Zoom, doing a webinar, Were doing a podcast. Um, my cheeks weren't hurting, but uh, I was just so tired. Um, I yeah. don't know, just because it's like anything when you haven't done it for a long time. It was like probably everyone when they we went into lockdown and I was getting really tired from looking at a screen all day. And now it's gone back yeah. to the other way that I was tired from moving my body. And I'm like, that is not a good way to be. But have fun. I think that's important. And um, yeah. you need if you're having fun, normally your clients are as well. So that would be, you know, my essential thing to focus on. Yep. Yep. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, and then probably the other thing would be like, keep that communication going after sessions as well. Like you said, you had your clients messaging you. They're like, oh my God, I'm so sore. Yeah. Because, you know, they haven't done any, like they haven't done squats in, in two months or three months. So yeah, I think uh, again, with the personal messages, you know, you've only got nine people coming to a session the next day, send, send them all nine a message. messages. Yeah. Yeah. How, and it, you know, it only has to feeling. be short message, Kyle. Like you said, it only has to be, yeah. how you feeling? How's the body? Bit sore. Yeah. Jeez, that's good, isn't it? Bang. Send that to everyone. Yeah. They will love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and you can use that as well as a gateway into, 
if people are booking in session by session, you'd be like, you know, what which session you're going to come to next? Or I'm running sessions on Thursday and Friday. Does that work for you? Um, yeah, I like that idea of really keeping that personal touch at the moment. Uh, what would you say uh, as we wrap up? But just a, a question sort of came to mind is, so we're limited with class sizes for now. I think next step here in Australia will be 20 to any group so that should cover most trainers do you think it's worth running extra sessions right now if your classes are getting filled or uh, well, try and sort of let, let them stay full that's that's a great question the only the only hmm. thing is there then you um when you run extra sessions they may be only half full and you're probably working harder i would yeah i would nearly uh it's only probably going to be another week or two, two weeks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would, I would stick to what you want to do at the moment. As I said, mm. um, you are in demand. Nobody else can do yep. this at the moment. So um, I would really, you know, treasure it, treasure your skill set, treasure what you've built um, and make it valuable to people. Don't give too many options because when you give too many options, you stretch yourself too thin and then you're working yeah. more and, um, yeah. yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call, I'd say these are the times I'm doing. Um, and if you've got a, a lot of clients and well, you, you might have to find different ways to service all of those, but yeah, yeah to be honest, mate, I would be, I'd be selfish in this time. Um, because yeah. normally we are not selfish. We work whenever nobody else is. And do you know yeah. what? It's a hard job. So use this at the moment because people are at home and they can sort of train anytime. So, you know, look after yourself. I think yeah. it's important that we, we don't forget that. So for me personally, no, I wouldn't be putting on any, any extra sessions um, unless it was crucial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you if you had like a full another nine people who you, you could train, you know, on the same day at a different time, then I would, yeah, consider doing it. Uh, but yeah, that's why we also recommend like running, still continuing to run your online sessions. Um, and if your face-to-face sessions, sessions are in a lot of demand, you might have, to be fair, have people pick a day that's their day. So they're going to come on Tuesday um, and that's and then they're going to do online sessions the rest of the week. And this other person is going to come on Friday and then they're going to do online sessions the rest of the week. And so that way everyone's getting to interact with you again. It's kind of a nice way for you personally to sort of get back into the swing of things because if you go back to running... 15 face-to-face sessions in a week. Yeah, you're going to be so tired. (laughs) Uh, And you're not going to have the energy to do the other stuff we're talking about, which is important right now, which is like following up, rekindling those personal personal relationships. And, uh, yeah. I I think that is important. Like you just said, don't don't just expect to go back and have the same, you know, energy or like it's not going to happen. It's going to be tough for you too because it is a transition like it was – when we're all scrambling to go online and what are we going to do? Yeah. Like you've done that really yeah. well. So don't go back and be scrambling again. Like it, this should be yeah. a celebration that, you know, you can train face to face again. Don't make it so you're stressed about, Oh, I can't get this person. You know, it might only be two more, two weeks, I reckon before you can have maybe 20 in a group or something like that. So I don't know. I, I'd, I'd value what you do and yourself more than, you know, trying to get, an extra session in for each client a week. I just think, Mm. um, go easy on yourself for the moment. So yeah, I 
I like that, guys. That was a really good question. I think um, that could be another episode on itself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Teresa. Uh, yes, so you go to trainerstribe.com to ask questions like that. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Right here, right now. Oh, I got in early. I hope you're ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) I was. I was just about to prompt you. Uh, All right. Uh, I think you went first last week. I'll go first. I I just got one thing to share, which I think I shared a couple of weeks ago, which is the Bootcamp Ideas annual workout idea competition where trainers from all throughout the Bootcamp Ideas community can submit a workout and win a bunch of cool prizes, including... Dale's fitness game zone. Uh, and yeah, we do, there's like a grand prize, but there's also a lot of random giveaways that I do to the entrance. So that way, even, you know, even if yours doesn't get voted to be the best workout, but you enter the competition, you still have a, a chance to win um, some really cool prizes. Like this year, there's this social media training pack, uh, coaching pack. That's like, yeah, uh, awesome. Uh, so cool. that will hopefully be announced by the time you guys uh, listen to this. I've been finalizing the prices and wanting everything to be uh, perfect, getting caught up a little bit of perfectionism. So Friday's a date, mate. You've... <laughs> so now, I like this. You put so that on yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not Friday. It'll be the Monday. After. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I'll send an email out and put that out on the Bootcamp Ideas channels. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone's entries. The theme is going to be online drills. So drills you can chain people online. And also uh, there'll be two categories, also minimal equipment, you know, small group drills as well. So, you know, drills that people can start doing now as they return to -to face-to-face training. We'll uh, put them all out there. Everyone in the community can try them and then we'll vote on which one we like the best. Love that, mate. I think that's yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's it's really needed at the moment. So, um, yeah, this week, I, to be honest, I don't really have uh, much written down. Um, one thing I would like to mention, though, is uh, I did a, a webinar. Well, this goes out on Friday, but last night, Sunday night here, um, and it was all around sort of finding joy in uncertainty. Um, and one thing that I spoke about on that a lot was uh, my recent TED talk that came out in March. Um, I don't know if I've mm-hmm. mentioned this on the podcast recently, Kyle, but um, one thing that I am really proud of, and if listeners wanted to, you know, go and watch it, it's 15 minutes long. Um, it is quite fun. It's interactive. And there's a, game at the, there's a game at the start of it, a clapping game that would be awesome for you to to use in your sessions when you return with your clients. So um, if you simply just go on uh, on YouTube uh, and type in Dale Sidebottom TED Talk um, and watch that, and if you want to share it with someone, um, I think the message is it's a really important message at the moment when, you know, people are maybe struggling a little bit just on ways to find a little bit of joy, a bit of kindness, a bit of happiness in each day. And um, one thing that I'm really proud of, Kyle, it's probably uh, – it was the scariest thing I've ever done, um, putting myself on that stage. And like I said, I could talk all day, any day. But when you say you've only got 15 minutes and um, it's going to be recorded and it's on a TED stage, and um, it really scared me. So I'm very proud of that. And, yeah, I just wanted to mention that for listeners. If you uh, 
uh, yeah, if you'd like to watch that and share it, that would be awesome. Uh, maybe share it with somebody that the message might be needed right now, particularly yeah. um, as this drags on a little bit longer. Um, it is nice to share links with people or videos or songs and just not, mm-hmm. it's not even, I think it's more the gesture that you're thinking of them and that resonates with them. So, um, yeah. yeah, for me, that's my right here right now, Kyle. Awesome. Fantastic. It is a good TED talk. And yeah, I, I also second that to go Thanks, check mate. it out. Thanks, buddy. Have a watch. And uh, you had to tell say us that, what though. you think of Dale's outfit. <laughs> you had to say that. Though. Yeah, my outfit. Uh, that's uh, There's another one for you. You can go and check out. Uh, well, awesome. mate, thanks for another awesome podcast. Yeah, it was good to talk to you. Uh, thanks again to Teresa for uh, sending in that question. And Great question. Thanks to all, everyone who's, who's listening and for sending us emails and uh, participating in the Facebook group. Uh, yeah, it's we just i think i speak for both of us when i say we're we're very honored and humbled to be able to run this podcast and um help so many people beautiful mate i don't need to say anything there that was spot on love that